Hi, this is Kinda Jaded with Casey Hill and Caroline. Me, 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 me. Good morning. Good morning. It's How Tuesday. Are you? I'm it good, is babe. Oh, I'm good. How was how was your week? What did you do? Babe, what did I do? I've just been like boring, like sober vibes. Oh, yeah. You're on your sober vibes. That's kind of nice. It is nice. I just like come home and like watch movies. (laughs) Yeah, like I'm not like doing anything. It's but it's really nice. Like it's my mind is clear. That feels like a good reset. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm almost like in the opposite right now, which is interesting. You're it's like ready to rock. Kind of. I mean, for me, yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like I've been going out a lot more. Maybe it's just that it's like warming up here. And so I'm like, mm, I want a margarita, you know? I, know? I do want a margarita. Like, I'm not going to like not have a margarita. This weekend's yeah. my friend's wedding. Oh my God. Same. Oh, everyone's getting married. It's actually fucked yeah. up. We're in that phase of our lives now where everyone's getting married and then like babies are going to start. I have so many babies in my life. Oh my God. I don't yet. Like there's a few. It's so funny. Like one of my friends was 28 when she had a baby and like, she was like, I literally felt like a teen mom and all of us <laughs> felt like she was a teen mom. Like we were like, Oh my God, she's so young. Um, but like at the same time, I'm almost 28 and there's, zero chance I could care for a child right now oh babe no like the (laughs) baby would be like ignored yeah my baby not yours no but mine I'd be like sorry mama has to um make an album and microdose real quick like mama (laughs) has to go to the club honey (laughs) Yeah, Mama has be... to go to Bar Flores. <laughs> oh my God, not Bar Flores. Have you been going there? Yeah, yeah, it's cute. You know, it is pretty cute. It's cute. I've just kind of been hopping over there, or like, you know, a little wine bar moment, a little band. Lolo, Lolo. I was just there a couple last week. <laughs> Babe, you're going out. Me, I'm going out good for you i know i'm like i'm having my my second coming honestly i like i feel like i just went so ham for most of my life that like my body's like babe here's a fork in the road you're either gonna settle your ass down or you're gonna fucking like run yourself into exhaustion yeah you know? That's fair. Yeah, completely. I feel like that's uh yeah, it it's funny cuz I've been going out more and I fucking feel it when I don't sleep. You oh know what I mean? Oh my god, for sure because you're not getting like proper REM cycle. Right? Yeah, or REM sleep when you're like totally. drinking. And I don't need I don't even need to drink that much for it to like Yeah, you're like a happen. one too. Yeah, I'm like, if I have two drinks, I'm like, cool. I'm, I can pretty much count on myself, like, not sleeping well. Uh-huh. Um, I know. It just, I don't know. Because I think my thing is I just get really bad um, anxiety, as they say. But, you know, like, hangover Absolutely. anxiety. Like, that's, Absolutely. that's my shit. That I'm like, yeah, this is not going to work for that's, me. Yeah, totally. It's like. That's the reason I feel. Am I loud enough also? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's like the main reason that I'm like trying not to drink. Cause I'm just like, there's no, like my fucking chemicals are imbalanced <laughs> already. And like, yeah. I'm like a sensitive person and I just feel like later in my now in my life like with more responsibility and all this shit like the anxiety is just like it's heavy the next day and like you don't get things done and that's like I'm very kind of like into my routine now and like setting really like small goals for myself throughout the day and like I've always been that way like I I like like to set like little goals for the day which is actually really helpful 
because I think it releases, I saw something on TikTok, but I feel like like reaching goals or something. I think it, it, um, is it dopamine? It's one of the ones, but it like releases like a happy chemical in your brain. And like, you get the like satisfaction when you like accomplish a goal. So there it's good for you to basically set like really tiny, small achievable goals, like throughout the day so that you're constantly like, like having that happy hormone release. I, I feel that I definitely like, I make to-do lists in the morning, even Uh with just my tiniest tasks. I'm like, to do go to the gym like same I love it like that's how I get shit done yeah same and that's like that's the thing like when I drink I don't like drink I I haven't been like drunk drunk in like a really long time I think that just kind of changed from like you know aging and like just yeah wanting to be like super hungover and I feel like I have a like pretty good tolerance as well but like that's like not being able to like accomplish like things throughout the day like fucks me up it like really pisses me off and then I like I'm hard on myself and yeah I just like feel like for right now it's like a nice little break except I have this wedding this weekend and it's gonna be fucked up I'm gonna be on the floor babe doing this I mean you know it but that's what weddings are for you know what I mean it's like although I will say I don't like weddings you don't I don't know they give me anxiety kind of like do you feel the pressure like a little bit like the last one I went to like you're next yeah kind of the last one I went to was just like super it was like one of my oldest friends and it was a really beautiful wedding but I was just like towards the end of the night I was like fuck like I'm getting older and like is there pressure for me to do this? You know what I mean? Just that kind of like, which is stupid. But also I feel like sometimes just the like, and theirs was super fun and chill, but the normal like order of operations for a wedding is so goofy. Like, yeah, I like, I like didn't care about marriage. Like, I feel like if I was with someone for a really long time, I like probably would just because I'm like a hopeless romantic, but I don't know. Like, I just like, didn't give a shit. It wasn't like, I was like, okay, I'll get married or or I won't like whatever the whole like wedding and like dreaming of your wedding from like when you're young, like, I'm like, what? That's like the furthest thing that I, from like what I thought about, you know, but I think we also are, I think for us, like, we probably like dreamt of like, you know, being singers and like being on stage. And I think it's kind of like a similar thing for people, like for people who aren't in like entertainment. I don't know. This is just something I've noticed. Like a wedding is like that day that they're like the center of attention and it's like about them. And it's like a show or something. And it's like, getting your like 15 minutes of fame or something you know what I mean like it's all building up to this like this wedding and like I feel like I don't care about that shit I don't like no I don't either we're always the star of the show exactly that's what every day is for me no (laughs) but kind of I mean but not really but kind of but I feel like also I hate spending money on things Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And like a wedding feels like a thing that people spend money on. Like a chill, cheap wedding. Like if you're doing it with like a, you know, a solid amount of people is like 30 grand. Fucking crazy. Why? I get it. Like I understand like having all of your family and the celebration of love, like that's beautiful. And if you can afford it, like do it. But like, it's also just such a fucking like scam. I don't know. Yeah, like <laughs> it's, it's so fuck. my friend, like one of my best friends, Tyler, is like planning the wedding right now. And he's like, babe, I cannot tell you. He's like, he's like the least expensive thing has been the booze. And he was like, and that's literally the only thing that matters at the wedding. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, everything's yeah. fucking so expensive. 
I just, that's one thing I can't imagine. Also, it's funny that like the bride's parents traditionally pay for the wedding or family. And I'm like, so we got $150. We got two bucks. <laughs> we got two bucks. And a, a piece of bubble gum. <laughs> yeah, that's like literally the vibe we're working with. I just, I kind of don't, for me, I mean, I get that some people just like dream of the wedding. I'm like, not into it and the deeper and the longer i'm in a relationship i'm kind of like why do i need to get married like we've kind of already yeah like we've unless it's like you know like legal or like tax yeah like that shit makes total sense like it can be yeah smart yeah it can be smart but i'm like we've kind of already like done the shit you know yeah for sure like we live together okay that like that fanfare is over you know what I mean I mean it's fine yeah like I feel I don't know I got married like fast obviously like it was a super cheap wedding and very chill and so fun like I can't imagine thanks babe I was (laughs) literally wearing like everything I had like my dress had stains on it which is honestly makes it really special but you looked so hot and cute and like perfect yeah it was so fun and like I can't imagine that day like obviously there was like a little bit of like looming stress because it was like oh my god I'm fucking getting married but because it was like it was two of my friends were there there were no like I can't imagine like being getting married and like actually having fucking fun. Like you are exhausted. All you're doing is like talking to people. And like, it's just like constantly thinking about like the order of operations and all this shit. Like, I feel like you can't even enjoy yourself. Yeah. I don't know. That's probably how I would feel. And then I would just feel this like real underlying dread slash stress about how much it costs which it's probably just says a lot about me in general that I'm like yeah babe it's like it's fucking it's a lot of money like it's just yeah and a lot of like I come from obviously like a very yeah like I come from like family of Italians like it's very much not with my family like where we kind of like rebuke tradition in a way but like like there are so many traditions and it's all about like the, I don't know. It's all about like, it's for everybody else. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you have to do this because it's like, it's going to, I don't know. It's like keeping up with the Joneses kind of thing. Like it's, you know totally. what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Like you're doing it for the like extended, extended family. And for, yeah. like, it's like, all this like traditional stuff yeah like like keeping up appearances kind of shit yeah yeah totally I feel that I fucking feel that okay wait what do you think about Elon and Twitter like (laughs) I'm just kind of like exhausted by the world same and I've become like very I don't know it comes in waves but I'm just like apathetic right now yeah and I'm just like okay like what am I gonna do about it I'm just like (laughs) go for it babe it's like it's really like heartbreaking that that money it's like all for his fucking ego I don't know I haven't like really read much about it but it's like just like could you not just like put all that fucking money towards you know things that matter in this world like and not yeah. to say Twitter doesn't matter because it, it does, but you know what I mean? Like I the know exactly big what you mean. fundamental issues that we like suffer from. It's like Every fucking day. Yeah. yeah. And it's like it's just so sad to me. And it's just like kind of a just me saying I'm apathetic and then having such an opinion. I mean, it's, but it's but it's like when you have such an opinion, you can only like devote so much energy to it because it's fucking exhausting and it's like in your face. 24 yeah. 7 with like oh yeah this evil thing happened and like here's all this horrible shit going on in the world and like you know climate change and everything and and like homelessness like you see it fucking every day in LA it's like I know so upsetting 
and yeah. like food shortages in you know in the U.S. and everywhere in the world. Like people are people are starving, Elon. But literally, they are. You know, and it's um, yeah, it is frustrating. But there's like only so much you can, only so much energy you can devote to yeah. it in your own brain. And I like, think, oh, cool, another man like with a lot of money and like a massive ego, like trying to like make a flex. Hopefully, he does something cool. I don't fucking know. Like obviously he's a brilliant person and like is you know advancing technology which is very cool and important but like at the same time it's a big eye roll like who fucking cares you need more yeah i saw that like (laughs) jamila jamil quit twitter which is really funny because I think she's incredibly annoying on Twitter. And so I'm like, okay. She well. is annoying, but she also, like, she she's very, um, I don't really know much about her. I just know that she, like, speaks out, like, she hates the Kardashians, right? Yeah, which it's just kind of like, okay, I have a theory. People who hate the Kardashians are just kind of also hate women who are like prettier than them or who are like more successful I than them. don't understand why people hate on them so much who fucking cares like of course they their bodies like it's an unrealistic beauty standard but like of course but there's always been that like there was pam anderson now like with i i think it's just maybe more accessible now and like there's like more like Botox clinics and like med spas and stuff. And like people, it's more affordable. I don't know, but like people have been doing this forever. Like leave them the fuck alone. And you think they're not like miserable having to like keep up with the Kardashians, like (laughs) keep up with their, like, you know what I mean? Like they're terrified to age and like they get like scrutinized all the time. It's just like a fucked up, like weird I don't know. Completely. But it's also like, yeah, unrealistic beauty standards have existed since for fucking ever. Also, you have to consider like, besides them, you know, creating this kind of unrealistic standard for themselves too. Like, I think so much of the reason they look the way they do is because the public has scrutinized every fucking like line and imperfection on their face and they just have the money to fix it. Yeah. And like, let's not forget that Kim is like a very extremely like natural beauty. Like she had those curves. Like she was Marilyn Monroe and she obviously has like done a lot to like keep it up. But like who doesn't like everyone fucking does. Like I just feel like it's such a like it's just like it is. Yes. Like the unrealistic beauty standards that's a huge issue and like but I feel like pointing the finger at just them is like I don't know it's It's kind of missing the point yeah like it's deeper than that let's start looking at like I don't know I think they're just like an easy person yeah they're like an easy person to point the finger at because they're easy target exactly it's like yes this is the reason when it's like so much bigger than that and it's not just them I Mm. think there's also the argument that like they have basically kind of like co-opted all of these beauty standards or or just like natural beauty in black women. Oh, that like for sure. Usually isn't in white women. And I totally get that. Um, and I, I could get, I, I understand how like black women would feel slighted and like upset by. Yeah. Cause they built a whole like, empire off of like looking yes that is true you know things that like black women have been like fetishized and criticized for for so long but um I think I don't I don't I don't I mean that's like such a complex issue and it's probably not mine to comment on considering I'm like the whitest person on earth um I'm like 98% British and Irish (laughs) But, you don't uh, say, babe. You don't say. Um, no, but I, I mean, I, I get, I get that. But I think that that's not I like that's a different argument. Though. That is, and I don't think that that's always why they're getting criticized. I think that so much of it is just like you created an unrealistic beauty standards. Like, there's always fucking unrealistic. Like, you think like the heroin, heroin chic stuff in the '90s was realistic? It's that like, shit was so fucking toxic. That was so like bad. At least, like, okay. 
like BBLs are super dangerous. I don't know. All of it's dangerous. Right. Mm -hmm. But that was like so scary because people like, like that was like, um, like eating disorder, like very dark, like people weren't eating. Yeah, no, people People weren't eating. eating. And like, remember that haunting photo of Lindsay Lohan and Nicole Richie? And they were like linking arms. Let me look up. It was really, it's just like, it was sad. I was like, these poor girls. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. They both look like skeletons. I know. It's really That's fucked up. That's so sad. But. Anyway, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. I just think if you, like, devote so much energy to hating the Kardashians, there are just, like, bigger fish to fry, quite frankly. Yeah, like Elon Um, Musk. Yeah, I mean, and to be fair, I think all billionaires are bad people. So, like, Kylie, you know, Kim, when she's in her billionaire phase, Kanye, Elon, you know, just fundamentally to be a billionaire, Mm -hmm. I think you have to have a few uh, screws loose. Yeah, you have to have a few. Probably, like. Um, I read this book once. Was it called Confessions of a Sociopath? Oh, I started reading that, and then it got too weird. I like, I got yeah. like halfway or like three quarters of the way. I through don't and know I was if like, I ever oh. finished it actually, but I think she was it in that book. It might have been another book, but there was something about how like the statistics for like how like many CEOs are oh yeah sociopaths or narcissists is like let me see yeah and like presidents and stuff politicians like a lot of successful people are sociopaths yeah because you do have to kind of lack empathy um yeah climb up the fucking ladder yeah exactly like madonna oh is madonna a sociopath uh i don't know if she's i don't think she's a sociopath but i definitely think she's like like i don't know if you've ever like watch like documentaries about her life like she was very much like eye on the prize and like mm-hmm. I don't think had many friends um because no. she was just like bouncing like yeah yeah she just... just like bouncing her way to the top good for her honestly oh I'll look with her 12 percent of corporate senior leadership displays a range of psychopathic traits <laughs> psychopathic is crazy <laughs> though that's different than sociopathic psychopaths make good ceos that's fucking wow. crazy uh, well like i just don't fucking i don't know i would I never want to be ceo no yeah <laughs> unless it's I like think... i like doing like being like my my own CEO. Yeah, like my own business, I guess. But yeah, still, yeah. Like I'm just like everyone, get away from me. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I don't think I like have the. the I don't know. I guess sometimes, sometimes when I need to get down to business, though, I can be real. Like, yeah. I mean, I feel know? like that's different, though. Okay. Fair Is enough. It? I don't know. I've never been a CEO. <laughs> yeah, you are. I don't know. Watching Succession like terrifying. oh my god terrifying like i could never know like what no. is that life you know what i mean like your whole life is devoted to just being the like top yeah. and it's just like they're all miserable i don't know i just feel like it's not for me but I'd i feel like we're like both spreading my puss on a beach yeah same we're ceos of kind of jaded podcast incorporated oh yeah i guess we are ceos oh my god are we ceos (laughs) um okay well i guess we can get into the meat and potatoes of this yeah this amazing concept (laughs) (laughs) okay so we're doing a fun episode today seeing as it's our our solo or maybe do we call it a duo a, a duet or do a dua, a dua lipa. This is yeah. our duet. duet duet episode. Okay. So we have a few things on the agenda to get through today. One being Kara and I are going to dissect three, two or three of our favorite songs ever, songs that we can listen to over and over again and never get sick of, and mm-hmm. why we like them. Legally, we can't play them, so we'll just um, sing them. Sing them. <laughs> I think that's gonna be beautiful. 
I think so. So do you want to kick it off? Give me your first pick. Okay. So this was really hard for me and I could go on and on and on and on. Obviously I'm sure it was hard for you too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have like a long list, but I think I'm going to kick it off with, this is one of my favorite songs and it is called Viva Forever by Spice Girl. Oh my Wait, God. Is that on your list? No, but I love that song. Oh yeah. So, this song, okay. The reason, I mean, you were into the Spice Girls, right? I was so into the Spice yeah. Girls. Yes. I'm like deeply into the Spice Girls and I feel like I was about like maybe seven or I think I was like eight years old when it came out seven or eight Mm -hmm. and this was like one of the first songs I'm you know I talk about it all the time I'm a Scorpio I'm full of emotions I like love to cry I love to feel like weird inside and I think this is one of the first songs that you know my dad used to play like oldies and stuff like that. And like, it would evoke the same emotion, but this was the first song by like my favorite group that I felt so connected to that kind of had this, like, it was like all encompassing. So it was like, um, you know, it evoked this, like, it was like hopeful, but also like really dark and like, and like odd and like the Spanish guitar, like, I don't know. It just like, brought like all the emotions and I felt like a multitude of emotions at once. And that was like the first time I feel like I had felt that way. It was like eight. And it was also like, I think it um, coincided with like the movie, the Spice World movie. And it was, I think the, I don't know if this is correct. I'm going to pull up the wiki, but I think it was the end. Yes, it was. It was the last song. Mm -hmm. Um, that they wrote for Spice World. And I think it was the, the last song they um, they like put out before Jerry left. I'm oh pretty sure. God. And that, oh my God, I just got chills thinking about that. Because like Jerry was my favorite. I'm sure Jerry was your favorite. I was oh, actually Emma. baby Spice Girl. Obviously, yeah. you were obviously baby. <laughs> I was. I was so about baby. Yeah. And you're, you're like, I'm going to play baby. Yep. Everyone exactly. used to play Spice Girls. Uh-huh. Um, Literally every single time I got to yeah. have friends or cousins, like Spice Girls. Yeah. I just remember. And the music video for this song. Do you remember this music video? No, I'm just looking it up. Is, is it the one where they're like fairies? Yeah. They're like these little. So it's like these. It, it was just so cool and like so 90s and felt kind of like felt like an indie movie and this was the first time like I'd seen Spice Girls has had amazing videos but it's like oh. these two kids and they like wander into the forest and they find these like little Spice Girl fairies and it's very like, like fern gully yeah totally oh and it was just like so magical and the song is about like memories and like the past and the future. And I'm very like nostalgic. It just like, I don't know. It just really meant so much to me. And I can listen to this song over and over and over. And I love it. I feel like it also has really great intervals in the melody. Oh yeah. And all of the, um, like the background vocals are insane. Uh, And I think it was like mostly written by Jerry, to be honest. Like that yeah, shit is so good. Wow. That's such a good Spice Girls song. I was really, really, really obsessed with Spice World. Oh, like, babe. That movie. It, oh. To this day, it's like a beautiful piece of work. Film. Like it was so fucking fun. Like that movie just like had everything. Like obviously the, remember how the tour bus like was small? Oh my God. It was massive. Like, oh. It was just like made, it was so indulgent and they like knew what they were doing. They were like, we're going to just fucking give these people exactly what they want. It was like, it was another alternate reality. It was also so like, you know, like it came out when I was pretty young and I would watch with my cousins and stuff. It was so like weirdly like sexually charged in a way that wasn't explicit, but you're just like whoa like they they sold something to me that like I did not know I could buy you know what I mean like craziest thing about them is that there was like 
they kind of like, they were so youthful because they were, they were like young, but they obviously weren't like teenagers, but like they were so youthful and had such this like youthful energy, but they also like were kind of like motherly in a way. Yeah. You felt like if you met them, they would like protect you Mm -hmm. from the world. (laughs) God, do we need to do like a spice world breakdown episode? Yeah, we might. We should dress Uh, up. We should. Okay. That's an incredible song pick. I love that song. You're welcome. It's amazing. Um, maybe I'll <clears throat> going off of that. Yes, babe. I will bring up Forever and For Always by Shania <sighs> Twain. Oh, I know we brought Shania up last episode, but I am wow. I like have always been kind of a super fan of hers. Mm-hmm. Um, can you which believe is Harry brought her out? That is beautiful. I'm so happy. I feel like people have kind of had their second. Or Shania's kind of had like her second coming now that like totally. maybe people like our age who like listened to her growing up are like, wait, Shania never left. And yeah. so Forever and For Always, I think might be my favorite Shania song. Oh, give it a Partially. Sense. Huh? Give it a second. I'm it keeping a... you forever and for always. Oh, did she write that one with Mutt? Let's see. I think she um, always did with Mutt. Fuck Mutt. She wrote it. Yeah, Mutt. What's the deal with Mutt? I don't know about him. Babe, I read Shania's book. So basically, fuck. Do I need her? I didn't know she read had a book. Oh, babe, what? you need that book. You need oh my it. god. I wonder if it's um, on Audible. I feel like I'd want to listen. Absolutely, to that. it probably is. So she like lives in Switzerland now. She basically like ran away. I met her. Did I tell you I met her? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Michelle. Um. Yeah. So. Basically, she and Mutt like were together madly in love, and he was having an affair with her best friend. And I know I think she was also her assistant, but her best friend, like, and for a long ass time. No. And yeah, really sad. And she was like so like heartbroken. And she like talks about how she would just like she was like freezing all the time. And then she would like put on all these jackets and then like go in the bath or like get really hot and then have to like go in the bath. She couldn't sing. Like she was like, I remember seeing that. Like I broke down. Like I, it's like heartbreaking. Anyway, she ended up confiding in like her ex-best friend's partner. And now they're together. Stop. So the couples just did a switch off. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. I just downloaded it on Audible. Oh I my cannot god. wait. Okay, Does she so, read it? Does she narrate it? it? Um, let me see if she did. I would literally I I did die. um Mariah's book and it's her Mariah like reading it and she also like sings the songs. It's actually perfect. I did didn't you read Jessica Simpson's book? No, but I'm dying to is Dude, amazing? you have to. I read it. She narrates it. Oh my god, she's like, hi y'all. Yeah, she's like, and I was went up there and sang my butt off. It's so fucking good. Okay, so from this or not from this moment on, forever and for always. Break it here's down here's the kicker in it. The beginning is so fucking cool. The, there's these like auto-tuned um ad libs that are cool. The I fucking love the production. It's like super simple. They have these like little brushes throughout the whole thing that keep just keeps it running. And then there's this like pedal steel guitar in the beginning that's kind of like weird and and it, it's almost like reminiscent of like the country version of like um share believe. Like in the intro, it, it's really like 90s new agey there's like auto-tune and stuff and mm. i i fuck with it it's so like the intro alone i've just been using um forever and for always like as a reference for so much shit that i've been oh making God, lately amazing. wait i can't wait i love that like clean like 90s sound just like even like bonnie raid or like faith mm. hill just like that kind of like clean yeah. vocal really like you know what i mean it's just so it's- like ah it's just up in your face and then there's yeah. all these like breathy background vocals yeah totally mixed, and they're mixed so well where they're not like in your face but it's just like 
like these breathy vocals are almost like used as like a pad in the back Uh totally oh nice um so that's i mean it's also just a beautiful song when that when the chorus that's a wedding song right there oh my god us being like i hate weddings but (laughs) forever and for always um but honestly stunning song so that's that's my number that's my first pick um okay this is hard yeah i'm trying to pick my second one that's a good one babe forever and for always is amazing okay i think i'm gonna have to go with a classic here Mm -hmm. it's gonna have to be fast car by tracy chapman oh my god (laughs) i gotta take it okay so i think this is like I, I don't know about you, but when I was younger, I wasn't like, I was more of a melody and like a melody girl than a lyric girl. So when I heard a song, yeah. I was one of those people who was, who like knew the song by the melody and like, same couldn't really like, I knew like portions of the words, but I've just never been good at like remembering lyrics really. And this is a song that like, the lyrics just like hooked me like they're insane these lyrics yeah and, like it's one it just like gives such a like crazy visual like you just see like you see the town you see the life like the songs about like obviously trying to escape poverty and just like the honesty and rawness of the lyric just like haunts me and like obviously Tracy's voice is like impeccable and I love how like I don't know it's just like ambiguous like I don't know it's just like it's such a perfectly well-written song and it's yeah I don't know I literally I was just reading the lyrics and got yeah chills. Chills. just reading the lyrics I love like, wait I just tried to type in fast car and I re- wrote fat car <laughs> but it's so I know what you mean it's um direct and very specific love direct love specific I feel like the best songwriting is direct and specific I think that's why I like country songwriting so much for sure like like Casey oh my god Casey Musgraves lyrics are insane jeez yeah that's country I was gonna say that's why Taylor Swift connects like for sure and it's like being able to like be that like honest and vulnerable and specific is it's like it seems easy but it's not it's at so all. fucking hard like the longer I get into song I remember when I was like first kind of writing songs I felt like I had I was using so many like metaphors and um just writing really kind of like broad statements yeah. you know because it's so uncomfortable Mm-hmm. into the like writing a specific story because you're like oh what if this person also you're it? like I want to re- like I want people to relate and then like people will find a way to relate to your music no matter yeah, what it's it's kind of funny because it's almost like the more specific you get the more relatable it is because you realize mm-hmm. that like everyone there's always like a a feeling that people can extract out of the specific ideas, you know, like feelings of lonely. I I feel like everything kind of centers around like these universal ideas, no matter how specific, like the Tracy Chapman song, fast, fast car is like so specific. See, my old man's got a problem. Oh, that melody. it's, It's so good, but it's like, regardless of like ways of living or whatever you kind of like you feel it because you either empathize with her or you're like oh yeah this this universal feeling of like escapism and like wanting to wanting something better and wanting to get out of your current like situation is so like I feel like everyone's felt that at some point yeah also I'm not positive on I think Tracy Chapman goes as she who knows I think uh Tracy's do you remember the her recently suing Nicki Minaj? This was actually a goofy move on her part. Wait, why did she uh, sue her again? Nicki, like, she didn't even release this song. She posted a snippet of a song that sampled Fast Car on Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. Which I found 
quite stupid because it's like she didn't release it she literally put it on an instagram story but like okay and she fucking won that shit which is i just think really how much no but i think it's really stupid and it kind of like limits just experimentation in this studio you know what i mean where it's like okay so you're not 450k that's fucking stupid honestly yeah no offense tracy but like i thought it was can i hold you not a friend is empathy well wow the music industry is (laughs) crazy i thought Oh yeah, I'm gonna, da, 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 da. like she was just in the studio, like fucking around. That's what I thought is that, like it wasn't even released. I don't. Oh wait, no, she was trying to release it. Oh, oh didn't she okay. say no or something? Yeah, there was like some shit. I thought there was like didn't like Nikki tr- like try to get the rights oh never she mind she no. actually sampled it okay i take back everything i said but i may i don't know we just don't know we just don't know <laughs> we don't know um um oh someone leaked it on the radio and posted it on social media uh, and then after that tracy chapman was like sued her but anyway yeah. whatever Okay, so maybe it's more complicated than I know. I don't know anything. Okay, so on that note, my second pick is, let's see, I'm loading my my picks. I think my second pick is going to be, um, okay, it's between two. Um, I think it's going to be <laughs> When You Say Nothing at All by Alison Krauss. Oh my god, wait. How do I not know that song? (gasps) Kara. Is it? Is Alison Krauss country? Yeah, like country bluegrass. (sighs) I mean, I don't think it's not by Alison Krauss, but her fucking um her saying that is insane. When you say nothing at all, okay. I I want to. Oh my god. Okay, so Alison Krauss is fucking. Well, my stomach just rumbled. She's a legend. She has a ridiculous amount of Grammys. (laughs) Grammys. Um, She has the voice of an angel. This song. There's some crazy drum fills right before the chorus, and it just stabs you in the freaking face. And I could listen to it over and over and over again. Um, I also just love the concept of you say it best when you say nothing at all. Which is oh my the, god, it's basically like, shut up. Yeah, kind of, but it's also just like the silence. Like we don't of being need to talk. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to talk. Just like it's just like a stunning concept, and it's worded so perfectly. I feel like there oh. are a few songs that do a really great job of like putting words to a wordless feeling like back to Casey Musgraves like happy and sad at the same time it's uh, like oh yes it's like this yeah. melancholy yeah but it's the same same kind of idea like you say it best when you say nothing at all it's mm-hmm. like oh that silence and that yeah anyway it's it's Brilliant. a fucking great song so okay what I need more Alison Krauss oh, I, don't, you- I don't think I ever listened to her really oh you're gonna love she has the literal voice of an angel you should also watch her like like find videos of her playing live her voice is insane um i'm such a fan she also did a really incredible album with robert plant oh amazing sand um that i i love and it's been a reference for a minute um but yeah, I, I highly, if you're not an Alison Krauss fan, you should absolutely Babe, get on it. I feel it. like you'd really fuck with her. Yeah, for sure. Oh my God. Wait, the, her, the pics of her in like a moo-moo with Robert. Wait, Plant what? Her, actually, I have heard of this album that she did with Robert Plant, but I need to listen. Yes. She, she also reminds me of the girl from My Girl. <laughs> my Girl? Like 
I don't know What's... what her name is. That movie, My Girl. Oh, I've 90s. never seen that movie. No, babe, you need. Do I need to watch it? You've never seen My Girl? Uh oh. What about My Girl Two? <laughs> no, I haven't seen the first okay, one. My Girl is epic. Okay, so it's the girl Anna. <gasps> oh my god, it's her from from Veep. Yeah, and she's also in the new like Anna Delvey. Her name's like yes. Anna Plumsky or whatever. She was she's so Wait. amazing. So it's about this little girl whose mom passed away, and her dad is Dan Aykroyd in the film, and he owns like a funeral home. So she like lives in a funeral home, and it's about her like coming to terms with like her mother's death, and then her best friend Macaulay Culkin like gets stung by a bee, and he's allergic, and all this stuff happens. But it's like literally to die for and then i don't know if it's the first oh yeah the first one um what's her name's in it fucking you know her name i don't know her name <laughs> from halloween seen... jamie lee jamie curtis. lee curtis wait i yeah. used to like be a weird jamie lee curtis super fan like if jamie lee curtis is in a movie i was like yeah i'm uh, i'm in freaky friday she was also in that new movie every have you seen that movie yet everywhere everything all at once I no saw i really want to listen i mean listen see it <laughs> i was it's gonna really say really good i, I was gonna that. say it listen to the fresh air with the the lead actress i forget her name yesterday and it was great i really liked her um i absolutely need to see that movie it looks fantastic what's fresh air is that a podcast yeah it's a podcast slash like radio show okay i can't choose my my i have three can i just name the three yeah just name them list them okay so these are my other three so angel by madonna i don't know if you've ever heard it which one is that i don't know if i know that one um it goes like this which album is it from it's from, I think it was I think it's from like a virgin. I think it was supposed it is, to be yeah. it was supposed to be her single. Okay. Um it goes why me say my favorite song I can't, <laughs> I can't remember. Even... I keep singing thinking of another song. I keep thinking of borderline in my head. Oh, that's a fucking great song. You being like, this is my favorite song. I don't know it. <laughs> I'm like why am i can't i not sing it right now okay it's okay next one next one that's so fucked but i need to sing it hold on (laughs) i love border okay you're an angel you're an angel angel yeah okay in disguise i can see it in your eyes okay the reason i love this song one i have like a deep connection to madonna just because my aunt shelly used to be a madonna impersonator so my aunt shelly i don't think like i so there was this vhs that my aunt shelly used to play for me that had it was like all madonna's music videos in chronological order and i would just like pop the VHS in while my aunt Shelly was like hanging around her apartment. She lived in like the basement of my mom's house. Um, and I just like watch Madonna's videos, like from borderline to, I think it went up to like frozen. It went up to like late nineties, Madonna or two thousands. And I just like was extremely obsessed with her. And it was so like, it was so incredible to like, see her videos back to back and see the like evolution of her career and of her and just like it was just so exciting that she, I don't know she was just obviously so like um what's the word she's cool. iconic <laughs> she was fucking cool she was like just such a an entity like she was yeah there's nothing else like her yeah she's a force and yeah so I'm like deeply connected to Madonna I love her I don't like feel like I've been I haven't like been super like into her last few albums but what about her TikToks I mean the bitch is gonna like make people uncomfortable she I think that's like (laughs) why like she's doing it on purpose she wants to be like she's like I want to she's like what's more shocking than like a 60 year old like 
in a thong like dancing on tiktok she like fucking wants to yeah, yeah. talk like she's she's it's not like she like lost her her brain you know she's just like aging like she's still gonna fucking like have that same mentality which i yeah, fuck she, with she just seems like an authentic weirdo yeah she's just a fucking crazy bitch yeah um yeah i love her and angel is a song that i actually didn't really like know super well and then I discovered it like later in my life and it's just like a very simple concept um just like basically talking about someone being an angel and it's like I guess like a little bit inspired by her like Italian like Catholic background um Yeah. And it's just like simple and it's got like a lot of urgency and and I wasn't like, um, for most of my life, like my, my mom listened to like a lot of like warm kind of Motown and like, Mm -hmm. she loved like jazz and soul, like Teddy Pendergrass and like, um, you know, Luther Vandross, like my mom really loved that. Yeah. My dad was more into like rock stuff and like the Beatles and like, and eighties kind of just wasn't their era so like 80s music just kind of like it wasn't something that I like thought I liked I was like I don't like all the like cool synthy sounds and then like as I like got older and started to discover the 80s I was like oh this like is my favorite era like hands down like all I look at like most of my songs and they're all from the 80s or you know early 90s but I like discovered this song and I was like this is just like kind of the quintessential like 80s like fast paced like quick moving synths like an urgency and like it's Madonna so like you can't get more 80s than that and I just like I love it so much I could listen to it over and over and you know what's crazy I as you know like my dad passed away a few years ago but I was going through his record collection my dad had like so many records and I found the Madonna Angel single. Really? Like in be- like perfect condition. So I have it here now. It's somewhere like kicking around. Yeah. And I just like, I have it and I like have this like deep connection to the song now for whatever reason, but I really love it. And I just don't even know how it goes. I don't even know how to sing it. You don't even know how it goes. You the- being like, um, you're an angel. You're an angel. Oh, and she also like, this era of Madonna, because it was like, like a virgin, right? Mm-hmm. Like a virgin. This is where her voice was just like butter, and she yeah. really like played with her range. And she has like a good, really great moment in the song where she goes, "I can see it in your eyes," and she goes like really low, and like I love when she gets in that like low register. Love yeah. Madonna. I fuck with the cover for Angel. Oh my it's god, really cool. it's so good. You need to listen to it. It's yeah, really I feel like I'm good song. I must know it, but I can't. Maybe I don't. You, That's you probably would. Yeah, the picture is amazing. It's like so that good. hair it's and just like the iconic. font, like the colors. Everything. It's really good. Everything. Okay, should I do a quick last one? My last pick is White Flag by Dido. Ah. Uh. <laughs> uh, oh wait i had two more I, i'll throw them oh in shit okay we'll throw them in um babe rapid, yeah white flag by dido fucking banger incredible um oh, hot, everything. oh yeah it's just i think it like hit me you know it, some songs just like hate you at the right time uh-huh did this come out um 2003 yeah that makes three. sense because i remember just being young and like hearing this you know everywhere and was just like holy shit and her voice so captivating and yeah like she was very like that her sound and her voice was very like melancholic very like it was very much that like indie movie like even just like frou-frou like that feeling of like it's raining outside totally I could listen to that song over and over and over like there's no way like you like listening to white flag by dido like you're not transported to a beach like you're transported to like a cool like cold wet like alleyway or a sidewalk 
very like London in it. It's so London vibes. <laughs> so London in it. Um, I fucking love that song. I love Dido. Um, uh, okay, what are your last two? And then I feel like we should do some yeah, rapid fire. Rapid. Okay. Just to break the ice. <laughs> yeah, for sure, babe. We need to get to know each other. Okay, these are my two. They're okay. very different. Um, one is Close to You by The Carpenters. Ooh, okay. Is, I love the Carpenters. Yeah. Um, I love that this is not written by, I think this is the first one in the list that's like not written by the artist singing it. And Karen Carpenter like didn't write, I mean, she may have um, written at some point, but she didn't write the song. It was Burt Bacharach. And that's a crazy name Burt Burkerin is um, a crazy fucking name okay there's like three <laughs> c's and r like that <laughs> yeah i'm like I'm my <sighs> um and hal david but um i just like it sounds like this song just came right out of her soul and yeah. I, I like that intrigued me. Um, and just like that, like kind of buttery, like birds chirping, like seventies, yeah. like it's so like seventies vibes. Like it's like Mr. Rogers, like, you know, like th- yeah. that, like kind of little cardigan like it's a, just like such a the time the, yeah, like, the carpenters remind me of my grandma was like obsessed with the carpenters but every time the carpenters song like a song by the carpenters came on she would be like karen carpenter you know how she died anorexia <laughs> she'd say drop dead in her closet from anorexia like oh. every time <laughs> she dropped dead in her closet that's what my grandma so said. Sad. Isn't Your grandma? that fucked up? But my grandma, that's like such a hey, grandma. Got it. She was like, it was a... written by Burt Barker. Burt Barker. It's yeah, really she, sad. It is so sad, but she always said, drop dead in her closet from anorexia. Like literally every fucking time. <laughs> just, <laughs> just so Fuck. fucked. I love the carpenters. The carpenters are fucking unreal. What's the other one? She no, was also a crazy drummer. Yeah, she was, but she didn't play drums on this, I don't think. No, but she was just like a fucking sick drummer. There's like yeah. really incredible videos of her drumming. You're like, mm-hmm. whoa, shit. She was don't badass. You told me oh. baby. She's so fucking good. Okay, what's your last one? Okay, my last one is a great finale. It's okay. another 80s song that just brings this one just brings me joy. It makes me want to like like run naked on the beach with like a margarita or like on a yacht and it's Caribbean queen that was sharing the same Billy Ocean like this song gives me the best vibes like I yeah okay and no love on the run oh my god I could see you like on the beach drinking pina colada right listening to this like this is so like you're with, with like oil and like a yeah. song and just good vibes like oh. maybe on shrooms like that's mm-hmm. what this song is to me and I could listen to this song over and over. anytime this song comes on I like feel like it's being played for me and it is not, not like not lyrically no no um, not lyrically but yeah um, but like I feel like someone like knew I wanted to hear it and they're yeah. like she needs this. She needs a song. It's her favorite song. I love this song oh, so much. And I it has, it just has a great, another 80s, like, like yacht vibe, you know? Yeah. It's very 80s. Times. I do really want to, like, I, I wish I could have gone to like an 80s yacht party, like weekend at Bernie's vibes. I feel like you would have thrived. Yeah. I guess we'll just have to time we'll travel. I know. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's finish off today with some some rapid fire. I have a yeah. few for you. Okay. Wait. I lost my rapid fire Google page. <laughs> I can I can start. I wrote I wrote some off the dome. Okay. I'm terrified. Okay. So number one, favorite pasta shape. Um, bucatini. Okay. So that gets into number two. 
fuck Mary kill Bucatini Fusili Rigatoni. Mary Bucatini fuck Rigatoni kill Fusili. I agree. First album you bought. Um must have been the Grease soundtrack. Oh my god, that bangs. That's a great one. Yeah. Um forest or ocean? Ocean beach. Ocean, yeah. Okay. Most embarrassing moment in your life could be um, child prob- adult. Well, probably when I pissed the bed at camp. <laughs> Or when I pissed on my doorstep in high school, (laughs) but no one saw it. I was just like, fuck, this is embarrassing. Okay. (laughs) Summer or winter? Summer. Okay. Great. That's what I had. (laughs) (laughs) Like, awesome. Okay. Yeah. I also had to say my most embarrassing moment. I just need to let it out and air it out so that it can be released. One time in fourth grade music class and Mr. Block's class, that was his name. Um, Mr. I was like, Block. Mr. Block. I was like sitting on my knees and I guess I, I don't know. I was, must've been like holding a fart in and I like <laughs> fell off my knees and, and farted. And it was like, <laughs> it was like a really loud fart, which was uncharacteristic at the time, but it was just like, and I was like, and then people were like, and they're like, who did that? I was like, yeah, who did that? <laughs> and the kid next to me was like, that was he you. <laughs> and he fucked what me. What a fucking piece of shit. He was he a narc. His name was David. You narc. So oh anyway, God, I just I had to bring that up. It still like haunts me. Okay. Okay. I've got some for you. Okay. I'm nervous. Okay. Okay. Wait, these are so insane. I just found them on a random website. Okay. Yeah. One, what's your favorite drink? water <laughs> boring so, it is, i love water <laughs> when are you most productive morning i think like right when i get up until like noon okay who's your inspiration and why mm, that's a good question i don't know if i have one person that's like allison krauss yeah allison krauss it depends on like musically or something i don't know oh uh, there there's no one person I, that's one. like a thing consistent in my life. There's no like inspiration. There's inspiration from like everything. What about um, Jimmy? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, honestly, I'll say Dido. I fucking okay. love Dido. Okay, yeah. amazing. That's a great one. What's your mm-hmm. favorite number and why? Mm, I don't think I have a favorite, but I don't know. Maybe 69. I don't know. I don't think I have a favorite. Maybe four because it feels nice and round and even. Mm-hmm. That's a good number. Yeah. In which subject were you worst at school? Physics. It just which- didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Still like it, it just to me. to me. It's it, it just makes zero sense. Everything that I, I it like goes against my how my brain works and the instinct and like things that I see. I'm like, wait, so that's not actually how it works. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't work for me. Got it. And which subject were you best at school? Mm, math. Oh, I didn't know you're good at math. Mm-hmm. That's a I flex. Like, yeah, I like numbers. Oh, my. well, you didn't have a, one to choose. You didn't have a favorite. I know, but I like I don't know. Fav- but I like. In my but head, you liked four, which says that you you're like it's round and even. So you like, yeah. Both. I think it to me, I like that things can be solved in math. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have totally. This, there's like, a, end there's goal. like an end goal. Yeah, there's a resolution, and also, um, I have this thing that I haven't told a lot of people, but I have this thing where if I see a combination of numbers, like a license plate that has numbers or something, I used to do it more, or even a word. Like right now, the word duet is in front of me. I'll assign numbers to each of the letters based on where they are in the alphabet. And I do this thing. Maybe it's obsessive compulsive. I don't know where I Wait, so you do four, like duet would be four. No, the D would be four. You would be, I'd have to count and see like how many, you know, letters E would be five. T would be a certain thing. So to get A, I'd be like E minus D equals A. To get B, I'd be like E minus D plus T minus or U minus T is B. And then it it's like 
thank you ups it's like really weird but i do the same thing with numbers where like if it's if there's a license plate with a series of like four to five numbers i do the same thing to see how high i can get and i can like divide and multiply add and subtract to get you know chronologically high sounds exhausting yeah but i just like have done that for as long as i can remember anyway ever told anyone that (laughs) i don't know maybe once and they were like they're like i gotta go (laughs) yeah but uh i love it so that's so cute um Mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna ask you some more because it's fun um what advice would you give your young self Mm. just stop trying to be cool I think Mm, that's a good one that's a good one what scares you Mm. never getting to where I want to or never like achieving things that I feel like I or like never really feeling like I reach a point of success or like, um, yeah, like what I view as success in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Ooh. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh wait, hold on. One more. Um, cats or dogs. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. I literally had that one for you. And then I was like, I can't do that. But I'm glad you asked. I'm actually, I'm, I'm like a combo. I like them both. But right now in my life where I am, I know I don't have time for a dog. So, so it's cat. Perfect. Well, that sounded good to me. (laughs) Okay. Well, um, you know what? what? What we should do next time. What we do just us they have this like new york times like like 20 questions or something oh my god i don't know but it's like to when you first start dating someone to like get to know them <gasps> you and i should do it it's really, we should do it's it it's actually really good and you could like get deep i feel like it'd be a good app i love that okay well um i'll love see you, you next week love yeah, you yeah babe and i think <laughs> next week we is aunt shell coming on Michelle and Heather, yeah. If they're not too busy for us, they're literally not busy at all. They're just drunk. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I'll see you <laughs> next week. Okay, babe. I'm gonna Google hey. Alison Krauss. Okay. Also, it's my birthday Sunday. Wait, what? We yeah. have to have a special birthday episode. I know. It's with my Heather birthday. and Shelly. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a, a Heather and Shelly birthday up. Okay, obsessed with you. I want to get all their advice on getting older. Okay, love you. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye, honey. Leave?